Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and Modern Rehab Master, a four-month online mentorship program. And my co-host is... Dr. Andrew Rothschild with uh, Modern Patient Education. So I have another quick story for you guys. And uh, I've been treating more TMJ patients lately, and you might end up hearing a lot more TMJ patients. Uh, stories from me because I am going to start practicing in one of my colleagues um, who's a dentist. I'm going to start practicing in a room out of his office. So hopefully I will be seeing a lot more. Um, But this was a patient who was referred to me um, by my current landlord, who's the gym owner. Um, I rent a room out of her gym right now in uh, Hamburg, New York. And she was a former hairstylist and yoga instructor back before the wellness center was um, me and a massage therapist and a counselor. Because now we have a wellness center inside a gym. And before it was just like, um, it was mostly hairstylist and estheticians and things like that. So um, she was referred for bilateral carpal tunnel issues, right greater than left, cervical pain, headaches, and facial and TMJ tension. Um, I noticed that she had uh, quite limited supination and, um, you know, I I told her that it's one of the biggest things for cases like hers is even if we find relief that she's got to balance out that recovery timeline. If you guys aren't familiar with my recovery timeline, I'll link that in the videos or um, an easier explanation is Greg Lehman's cup analogy where you can either build a bigger cup or uh, start emptying the things that fill up the cup and things that fill up the cup in a hairstylist. Um, in a yoga practitioner's um, life might be the fact that they're always hunched over, they're always bent over their clients, they're always kind of hyped, their cervical spine is always unloaded. Um, and, and, and 
you know, that was bothering her carpal, carpal tunnel. And then when she was always doing kind of planks and um, weight bearing on her on her arms, that was further filling up the cup. So it seemed really straightforward in that, you know, she also had some median neurodynamic uh, limitations and she was also very limited in supination on her right side, greater than the left. So I gave her a supination with overpressure, um, kind of bilateral opening up supination, dropping the elbows to the ground and extending the elbows, kind of the opposite of what she does all day. And then also cervical retraction with overpressure. And usually when I have people do these things and they get relief, I make sure that they know the resets, they know how often to do them, and they can demonstrate them 20 or 30 times correctly. So she left pretty encouraged. She felt like these exercises, um, I didn't really do any manual therapy. I mostly did, um, you know, all repeated in-range loading, which is a little bit of overpressure. And she left feeling better. And uh, we both were confident that the exercises would help. So she reached out two weeks later and said, hey, these exercises stopped helping and now they're making me worse. And yeah, that, you know, all things being equal, I always say if the the patient leaves and they're feeling better and it feels better for a while, then all of a sudden they just start making them worse. It may not be the exercises. So I said, hey, can you shoot a video and we'll make sure you're doing them okay. You don't even have to come in. And I can make some suggestions. She said, oh, I don't really feel comfortable on the camera. And I said, well, why don't you have your husband film you? And she said, okay. And then she didn't get back to me. And she ended up following up four weeks later. Four weeks later, um, she said, oh, you know, I identified things that were really bothering my arm. Um, so when I stopped doing those things and my wrist, when I stopped doing those things, a lot of my wrist and arm pain went away. And I said, well, what was that? And she's like, oh, I'm... Uh, I do a lot of arts and crafts and we were getting ready for the major Erie County Fair. That's like the local fair in the area. Huge, like, you know, people from all over, I guess, the United States come there because it's just enormous and there's lots of crafts and things like that. But your typical kind of huge county fair. So she does, a, she was doing a ton of leather work and apparently like hammering repeatedly all day when she wasn't cutting hair. I don't know, pounding leather to make it smoother and pounding like rivets inside it or something which you describe i don't know i'm probably not doing it any justice i know nothing about leather work and that's probably clear (laughs) um so i told her you know she has to take frequent breaks when she's doing that triple down on her resets make sure that she goes on her you know three walks a day and things that she does that then she also told me that she does woodworking and i was like how many like businesses and hobbies do you have that aren't repetitive so I think she had one more, but it was like woodworking, leatherworking, plus cutting hair. Jeez. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I, was, I said, you know, you can keep on building up your cup, but your cup is like always on the verge of overflowing. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that's one of the one of the major issues. Um, but the other thing that she was doing to build up the cup, her retractions, you know, the second question that I always ask, the first one being, how are you doing today? Uh, better, worse, and no change. And the second one being, uh, show me your exercises or show me your resets. When she did the cervical retraction with overpressure, um, she, you know, she put her hand under her maxilla, pushed really hard to the point where her arm was shaking. And instead of really going back, uh, it's like she was eccentrically fighting it. You know, like she was the isometric she, contraction. 
it wasn't even really an isometric isometric contraction because she was going into retraction, but it oh, okay. was eccentric because it was like slowly going back. So I could tell that she was protracting against it. So not only was she protracting against it, she was also clenching her jaw and hiking her shoulders isometrically because she was trying so hard. So when I wow. yeah, and then when I when I asked her if her teeth were apart or clenching. Uh, she said her teeth were clenching and her tongue was not in rest position. So at first I had to cure it with a, the clock, with the tongue at the roof of her mouth, keep her teeth apart, soften her face, make sure her, her teeth are not clenching. Then, you know, cue her to like shrug up and just then relax and fully relax her upper traps and just make it a completely passive thing. Like uh, just all active. And it just, well, I mean, the, the retraction itself is active, but you only give the overpressure at end range. And I find that, when people try to give the overpressure the entire way, they end up pushing forward. But this was like the worst performance of a cervical retraction I had ever seen because she was, <laughs> I mean, she might as well have just been holding her breath and like farting at the same time. It was a, <laughs> it was a major Valsalva. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were several reasons why the, why the resets all of a sudden stopped working. I think one was leading up to this major fair and she literally was using her arms um, the all day in addition to her job and, and trying to start up yoga instruction again, or just even performing yoga um, and also doing the exercise horribly wrong. So when I taught her how to do that, uh, followed up just last week and she texted and said she was quite a bit better. Um, and she was very happy with the exercises, uh, with the new exercises, she said, and I just laughed and I, you know, I wrote, uh, LOL. It's not really the new exercise. It's just the right, it's just the right way to do it. It's a really good you know, example, if I think for people listening too, because I think it's easy for, you know, patients to put the blame on the exercises no longer working. And like you said, if like, if it was working in the beginning, there's not a reason why it really shouldn't all of a sudden start making things worse, especially several weeks later. So it, it's important to really follow up and get an idea of what other things outside of the clinic is, is the, is the patient doing whether they think it's contributing to their issue or not. Right. I mean, she didn't even know it was contributing to her issue until she really figured it out and started to be mindful about it. But the one thing that I really wish would have happened was that she waited four weeks between visit one and visit two. You came in and earlier. The, yeah. And the entire time, not even come in earlier. I just wish you would have shot those videos so I could right. have even made those same suggestions and just shot a video and just like hopped on you know, Google meet and just said, Hey, th this is the way I want you to do it. You right. have to charge for that. And, 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 you know, it would have saved her a couple of weeks of, of literal headaches, but it's all, it ended up all good. Yeah. All right. So where can people find you, Andrew? People can find me on uh, in mostly Instagram, sometimes Twitter at a Rothschild PT. And of course, modern patient education, modern rehab mastery. All right, Andrew, have a good day. Thanks, Erson. You too. Well, you can find me uh, Dr. E at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors. So one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. 
Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.